of us have been able to be here once again. It's just good to look out and to see brothers and sisters in Christ fellowshipping with one another. I know all of us got a story to tell today. I know Satan has dropped by some of our cribs and some of us when we get home he's going to be there waiting on us asking us what did we learn in church today but regardless of what you're going through today i want you to know that god is bigger than any problem that you could ever have you have to understand a couple of things one thing you have to understand that you are a child of god you are god's special person and you also have to understand that if you're God's special person, if you are a child of God, you have a target on your life. That means that Satan is not going to be satisfied until he completely destroys you. But we have a choice to make. I know that Satan can't do anything to us as long as the Father has us. Amen. Amen. So we don't need to be worried about what Satan is going to do. We just need to keep praising God for what he is doing. Can somebody say amen in here? You know, I, um, when we speak of targets, I believe I'm probably one of the greatest targets in the building. And it's because uh, what I do is because I proclaim the word of God. Um, when... Truth is told, the devil's going to shout. He may not say amen, but he's going to say something. Jesus, he looked at the Jews who believed. He told them, he said, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Then he said, and you should know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. There is no reason why any of us should be incarcerated right now because we have been taught the truth. And one thing about the truth, I heard some older people say, even if you strip it down and take all the clothes off of it, it's still going to be the truth. It'll just be the naked truth. But I do understand that not everybody can handle the truth. Some people would prefer that you tell them a fable some type of tale, some type of lie that would make them feel better. But at the end of the day, I don't want nobody lying to me. I want to know the truth. Even if it hurts, go ahead and hurt me, let me cry. But tell me the truth. I am on the diving board, ready to dive into the deep. I want to talk about clear vision in 2020. Clear vision in 2020, part number one. I believe that as the year is starting to wrap up, all of us need to look into our own lives and determine what it is that we need to do better. Everyone under the sound of my voice can do something more for God. Amen. Amen. We, are, we have all not arrived. We've all not uh, gone to the place to where as we know that we have done all that we can do for God because God continues to give to us time and time and time again. 
You know, um, speaking of clear vision, when I was uh, a younger person, I didn't used to wear glasses. I didn't, actually didn't start wearing glasses until I got into my 40s. That was a long time. And uh, y'all didn't hear what Dion just said about me, and I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> but I had to wear glasses because my vision was not as clear as it was when I was younger. Now, wearing glasses doesn't mean that I cannot see. It simply means that my vision is better when I put them on. It's pointless to take things from 2019 into 2020 that should be left behind. Amen. Amen. When the Lord allows us to have a clearer vision, we need to act on it. Many people today can see, but they do not have a clear vision when it comes to Jesus. They don't have a clear vision when it comes to his church. And they show enough do not have a clear vision when it comes to baptism. Believe it or not, we don't need to know a lot about the Bible to be a Christian. We need to understand and to know that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God who died for our sins. We need to realize that he died, he was buried, and he rose to die no more. With a lot of things going on today, it has become challenging to see Jesus and his church. I'm going to give you an example of uh, being able to see but not having clear vision. Some of you, you've heard me say this before, and I know a lot of you, you probably have not heard me say this before, but I think it's very significant. Uh, I remember when we first was going to purchase our LED digital sign that's in front of the building. That sign, uh, it, it cost a little chatter. So before we ordered it, of course, I wanted to do the due diligence and to do some reach, research on it because, as a matter of fact, the village told me that Lansing was the first place to actually install an LED sign. So anyhow, I was a little anxious about it because the, the sign costed a little bit. Uh, I, 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 I did a lot of research, but I wanted the sign to pop. I wanted it to look good when we put it up. And uh, I have some very um, nice sisters in my congregation that will let me know if something ain't right. So I was a little anxious about it and because um, I was pumping the sign up. But to my disappointment, when the sign was installed and they powered it up, and I saw our custom messages come across the screen, I got a little disappointed. The sign was not as clear as I wanted it to be, especially for not the amount of money that we had paid for it. But coincidentally, around that time, I was getting my eyes checked for the very first time <laughs> since middle school. I hadn't had my eyes checked probably since seventh, sixth or seventh grade. So shortly thereafter, I received my very first pair of, of glasses. Um, now these glasses that I got, I didn't, uh, I had to wear them, but uh, they had a really weak prescription. Uh, but still, 
they were for uh, the better for myself, for my eyes. So to make a long story short, I was headed here for some reason, and um, I believe I was by myself. The parking lot was empty. When I pulled into the lot, I saw the sign again. And I said, somebody must have did something to the sign, or, or maybe the sign is working better now that the, uh, you know, the resistors and capacitors have heated up. Maybe the sign is more luminous. I mean, the letters were sharp. It looked nice. And I, I wanted to take a picture of it because I thought it was a beautiful sign. And do you not know, it didn't cross my mind that the sign didn't change. My vision changed. See, I need you to understand, it wasn't that I couldn't see, but I couldn't see as clear as I may have wanted to see. And that's how it is when it comes to the church. We read the Bible, we study the Bible, we talk about the Bible, but can we truly see what God is trying to tell us in the word of God? It's not that we don't have eyes to see, but can we really focus on what God wants us to know? Now, before I get into the meat of my message, I want to let everyone know this, and you should already know this. I am not God. I don't have a heaven or a hell to put nobody in. I am simply a preacher who preaches Jesus with an intent to help to grow us, to help us to be saved, and to stay saved. We are intelligent individuals who can read and can comprehend we simply have to stick with the bible there's a passage in the bible says do i become your enemy because i tell you the truth i need to talk about it i need to put it out there i don't mind being a target i don't mind being the person that people talk about that makes me no difference because i am truly convinced that Jesus has a place for me that I'll be seeing sometime in the future. The work that I do here is paramount. It's paramount because I believe that preaching the word of God is the best thing that a person can do in their life. Why? Because it all involves Jesus. What we're going to do, we're going to take a snapshot in the Bible. Now, there may be some people uh, who... Uh, unfortunately couldn't make it today and they may not have been able to hear this message but I want you to afford them the link uh, if, if God says so it'll be on uh, 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 YouTube I want you to to do that um, brother Kinsey uh, is, is not the type of person that hides behind Facebook I face the book I ain't scared not only do we give you a picture but we give you a voice with it. So you have audio and video. I don't need to get on Facebook and say, you know who you are, blah, 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 blah. I come just like this. You know where I am. You see where I'm standing. And I'm going to preach the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. God did not put me here to tell a story, to make people just get excited about nothing. He put me here so that we can save our souls. I am in the soul saving business, period. Period. Are, are we all right with that? Now, let me start off by saying baptism 
is necessary for salvation. I don't care what you heard. It's got to be in the word. It takes more than believing. We need to put some feet on our faith. There is no sinner's prayer. We're just going to go down the line. I don't plan on being more than an hour and a half today, so don't worry about it. I won't go over. There is no sinner's prayer. When you go somewhere and they tell you to hold your eyes closed and put your head down and raise your hand if they say something that uh, resonates with you, that's all good and that's cute. I've been a part of those audiences before. But let's get down to business. We can see now. There was one time we didn't even open the Bible. We listened to what pastor told us. We listened to what bishop told us. We listened to what we heard on the radio. But what we're going to do is examine the text. Baptism is necessary for salvation. Brother Kinsey, are you telling me that if I'm not baptized, I'm not going to be saved? What I'm telling you is the, ba the Bible says that baptism is necessary if you're not baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. You're going to have to take that up with God, not Brother Kinsey. The sinner's prayer is not doctrine. If you said it, congratulations. But it meant nothing. When it comes to saving your soul. Now, I'm going to do something that uh, I haven't done in a while. If I don't answer your question and you feel that you may need to be baptized or rebaptized, I want you to stay after service today. We're going to go get in a room, and we can have everybody in there. And we're just going to talk about the Bible. Because we need to have 2020 vision in 2020. Amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen? That's what we need to have. We need to have this. This is necessary. Now, uh, come with me. And if I speed up a little bit and you, you don't catch all the scriptures, don't worry about it. I got you faded. I'll take care of you. I'll give them to you. Hebrews chapter number 9. Dion, he's ready to go. Chapter number nine, verse number 11. Let's go, D. What does it say? But Christ came as high priest. Of Christ came to come. as the high priest of good things to come. And with the greater and more perfect tabernacle. Keep going. That made with hands. That is not of this creation. Read that again, Dion. That is made with what? The greater and more perfect tabernacle. Not made with hands. That's where. Not made with hands. Keep going. That is not of this creation. Keep going. Not with the blood of goats. Not with the blood of goats. And calves. And calves. But with his own blood. Jesus came with his own blood. Keep going. He entered the most holy place. Keep going. For all, Keep going. Having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh. Keep going. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself, Without spot to God. Now we know that we need the blood of Jesus. We know that animal sacrifices, which we read about in the Old Testament, that is not for us. We don't do animal sacrifices because animal sacrifices, the blood of bulls, the blood of goats, will not remiss sin. It will Amen. not take away sin. Amen. But we need the blood of Jesus. Now Amen. I'm here for a reason. I want you to listen up. Keep going. Cleanse your conscience from dead works. Keep going. Serve the living God. Keep going. 
And for this reason, for this reason, he is the mediator. He, Jesus, is the mediator of what? The new covenant. The new covenant. Or the New Testament. Keep going. By means of death. By means of death. Keep going. For the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant. Keep going. That those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. Keep reading. For where there is a testament. For where there is a testament. There must also be necessity by the death of the testator. So in, in other words, the testator, which is Jesus, had to die. And he had to die in order for the new covenant or the new testament to become in effect. Amen. Amen. Without the death of Jesus, we will all be under the old covenant. And let me tell you, there were some laws under the old covenant that I can assure you, if we were all under the old covenant, the audience would look a lot different. Amen. Amen. Because we would have been stoned to death. So we should praise God that we are not under the old covenant, but we're under the new covenant. We're under a better covenant. We are New Testament Christians. Somebody say New Testament for me. New Testament. So now when you look for the church, don't go to the Old Testament. Because the church is found and it was established in the New Testament. Amen. Amen. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yes, so sir. you got to understand, Jesus did not come here to die just for any reason. He came to do the work of his father. Why would Jesus die and to be the testator of the new covenant, the new testament, and we still practice Old Testament worship? Let's go to Matthew chapter number 17. Matthew chapter number 17. We're going to read, starting at verse number one. The Bible says what? Now, after six days. After six days. Jesus took Peter. He took Peter. James and John. His, his close brother, people. He took them. Where did he take them? Led them up on a high mountain by themselves. Keep going. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun. And his clothes became as white as the light. That was a sight to see, wasn't it? Keep going. And behold. Behold. Moses and Elijah appeared to them. Yes. Talking with him. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus. What did he say? Lord, it is good for us to be here. Peter was excited. He said, man, it's good to be here. Keep going. If you wish. If you wish. Let us make here three tabernacles. I want to make three tabernacles. One for you. One for you. One for Moses. Keep going. And one for Elijah. He didn't even ask for one for himself. He said, I'm here with some great individuals. Keep going. While he was still speaking. While he was still speaking. Behold. Behold. A bright cloud overshadowed them. Keep going. And suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying. Keep going. This is my. Wait, hold on. See sometimes when you're talking and you don't know what you're talking about. Somebody who knows what they're talking about got to cut you off. Amen. Amen. While he was yet speaking. A voice said what? Where was it from? This is. All right, the voice came from the cloud. Came, came from the clouds. The cloud saying, saying what? This is my beloved son. This is my beloved son. Keep in going. Whom I am well pleased. In whom I am well pleased. Hear him. Hear him. Now, the Bible says, now we know this was the father saying that here is Jesus. I am well pleased in him. I need you to hear him. So when it comes to the church, there's no point in going to the Old Testament because we really didn't read about 
Jesus per se as Jesus Christ in the old covenant. Are you understanding? Amen. He was written about in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And some of those books are under the Old Testament. Because in order for it to be the New Testament, Jesus would have had to die, be buried, and risen, right? I'm saying that when you go from Genesis to Malachi, you won't read about Jesus like we read about him in Matthew. Because we read about his birth in Matthew. Amen. So... Since we are New Testament Christians and we have touched and agreed, what that means is I can't go back to the Old Testament when I'm looking for worship practices. I can't go back to King David because we have a new king and his name is Jesus. Jesus. Amen. His Amen. father said, he is the man, hear ye him. Amen. Notice Amen. he didn't say hear them, he said hear him. You don't need to go back to the Old Testament to decide what did David say we ought to do. David said praise him with the symbol. Praise him with the heart. We don't need to go back there. Why? Because that had nothing to do with the church. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding? So let's just, let's just back up off the Old Testament. As a matter of fact, if you don't think that you can do it, get a New Testament Bible for right now. Because if you want to become a Christian, you're going to have to read the New Testament. That's where Jesus is at. Matthew chapter number 28. Matthew chapter number 28, verse number 18. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying. Jesus came and spoke to them, saying. All authority. Has all been authority. What authority? All authority. Keep going. Has been given to me. It has been given to me. In heaven. In heaven. And on earth. You know what? It makes sense now that the father says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear ye him. Why? Because he got to choose. Amen. Amen. All authority. Are y'all understanding this? Amen. Keep going. Go therefore. Go therefore. He told his disciples, go therefore and what? And make disciples. I want you to make disciples. But he just didn't say just do what you want to do. Look what he said. Keep going. Of all the nations, baptizing them, baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Father and the Son, Son and of the Holy Spirit. Keep reading. Teaching them to observe. Teaching all them what things. to deserve what? Observe all things, all things that I have commanded you. So, in other words, he even put a limit on what the disciples could teach. Don't go telling them something that I didn't say. Do you want to know why he did this, Dion? I can see. Yes, you do want to know. Mm -hmm. This is why. <laughs> because he wanted everybody to preach and teach the same thing. Amen. Amen. He knew if you preach what I say, it's going to be consistent. Amen. We can go to three or four different churches on the block. And you may get three or four different answers. What must I do to be saved? Somebody going to say, you got to be sprinkled. Somebody going to say all you need to do is say the sinner's prayer. Somebody going to say all you need to do is believe. Somebody going to say all you need to do is be baptized. What I want to know is what did Jesus say? Because the Bible says hear ye who? Him. Jesus trumps everybody. Abraham. Isaac. Amen. Jacob, 
Moses, Isaiah, Jeremiah, he, Elijah, he trumps everybody. Are you with me so far? Yes. Let's go over to Matthew chapter 16. We're moving. Matthew chapter 16. Verse number 18. The Bible says what? It's in red text, ain't it? And I also say to you that you are Peter. Jesus said, you are Peter. Before that, he asked him, who do you say I am? Right? Peter told him who he thought he was. He said, you are Peter. Keep going. And, and on this rock. On this truth that you've told, upon this rock. Keep going. I will build my church. I'm going to build my church. It's my church. Now, keep in mind, even if we read about another church in the Bible, what difference does it make? Because who did the father say to listen to? Jesus. Jesus. Who are we supposed to follow? Jesus. Who has all authority? Jesus. But guess what? There is no other church written in the Bible. The only church that's written in the Bible is the church that Jesus built. Amen. Amen. So if I'm going to be added to a church, which church do you think I should want to be added to? Jesus church. Because he's the savior of the world. He's the savior of the church. Which means that in Jesus' church, there is salvation. Amen. Are you with me? Yep. Let's keep going. And the gates of Hades shall not prevail. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus didn't say, wasn't nobody going to come and bring hell in the church. I know a lot of Church of Christ folk got a lot of hell in them. But the hell they bring cannot burn down the church. If everybody, I've said this before, if everybody who calls themselves a child of God go to hell, God is still right. The church is still right. Whether I like it or whether someone else like it. And we need to quit saying that we got a special relationship with God and we don't need to do everything that everybody else does because God understands our heart. Stop it. As a matter of fact, do you know it's to our disadvantage that he really does know our heart? Because maybe you can bamboozle him when you talk to him. But you can't. God sees us coming. He sees us coming. He knows our heart. He knows why we're here today. Keep reading, Brother Dion. And I will give you the keys. He told of the Peter, kingdom. I'm going to give you the keys. Keep going. Of the kingdom. And we're going to talk about these keys in a, in a minute. I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. Keep going. The kingdom of heaven. Keep going. And whatever you bind on earth. Whatever you bind on earth. Will be bound in heaven. Keep going. And whatever you loose on earth. Keep reading. Will be loosed. So in, in other heaven. words, heaven needs to know about the church. Heaven has to agree with what's going on on earth. There's no point in me attending a place of worship that heaven doesn't agree with. Are y'all with me so far? Is this any big theological statements I'm making? Do you understand this? Let's keep going. Acts chapter number 20. We're just going to just put it out here. You don't have to have a lot of theology to understand this. You don't have to be a Bible scholar to understand this. You're, 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 you're faithful. You're faithful. You're faithful. Acts chapter 20. 
and 28. You, you there, D? Gotcha. What does it say? Therefore. Therefore. Take heed to yourself. Take heed to yourselves. And to all the flock. And to all the flock. Among which the Holy Spirit. Keep reading. Has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God. Which Keep going. Purchased with his own blood. Keep going. For I know this, that after my departure. Right, go back up to 28. Just 28. Go back up. Therefore. Therefore. Take heed to yourselves. Take heed to yourselves. And to all the flock. And to all the flock. Among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. The Holy Spirit made you overseers. Keep going. To shepherd the church of God. To shepherd the church of God. Keep going. Which he purchased. Which he purchased. With his own blood. Now we know that the Father is a spirit. That's why the Bible says God is a spirit. John 4 and 24. And they that worship him must worship him. How? In spirit and in truth. Amen. He doesn't have flesh and blood. Amen. But the Bible says the church of God. Well, who is the Bible referring to? The Bible says in John 1 and 1, St. John, it says, In the beginning was a word. And the word was with God. And the word who? Was God. If you slide down a few verses, it teaches us that the word became what? Flesh. So the God that the Bible is referring to that gave his life that purchased the church is who? Jesus. So the church of God in 20, Acts 20 and 28 is the church of? It's the church of Christ. That's not a lot of theology. That's plain and simple. He purchased it. No one gave their life for the church. And even if someone did give their life for the church, nobody's blood was perfect enough to do so. Let's go over to Luke chapter number 24. We're almost there, church. Luke chapter number 24. So now we know he promised to build his church. We know that he purchased the church with his own blood. He got the deed to it. The church should not wear any name but his. Because he's the only one who bought it. You know, I will have a hard time when I look at my deed if my neighbor's name was on my deed. Because <laughs> there is something in a name. Although I've been paying the note, if somebody else's name is on the deed, I've been paying, but they own the house. Are you understanding what I'm saying? We have to keep things the way they are. We are looking at the Bible. The Bible says in Luke chapter number 24, verse number 45, it says what? And he opened their understanding. He, Jesus opened their understanding. He's talking to his disciples again. Keep going. That they might comprehend the scriptures. Keep going. Then he said to them. He said to them. Thus. It is written. It's written. That thus it was necessary. It's necessary. For Christ to suffer. He said it was necessary for me to suffer. Keep and going. To rise from the dead the third day. I had to get up. From the dead the third day. This was written. I needed to do this. I had to do this. Keep going. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations. Now watch this. Watch this. Are y'all listening? Jesus is about to tell his apostles how it's going to be when the church gets established. He's talking about it right now. He's telling them. And keep in mind, they were... They were original, just like regular people like us. The only reason why the apostles, uh, when you read about them in the book of Acts, had power was because Jesus gave it to them. The Bible says that 
they were endued with power from on high. The father poured out the blessing on them. Otherwise, they would have been just like regular people, just like you and I. Are you, are you, are you with me so far? Now watch. What he's doing is he's telling them how it's going to be when the church gets established. I need you to understand this. This is old Bible. He says what? He said repentance and remission will be preached. Keep going. And that repentance and remission of sins shall be preached in his name to all nations. He said in my name. So in other words, he's letting them know, don't bring nobody else's name up. Why? Because I'm the man. Amen. Amen. I got all power. You don't need to bring up nobody else. If you need salvation, I got you. If you need to be forgiven for sins, I got you. If you need provision, I got you. Whatever you need, I got you. The Bible says that Jesus was the one that we all are supposed to hear. Are, are you with me so far? Amen. This is just plain Bible. Keep reading, Dion. To all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Now, he said this, this event, this is going to take place. All nations will be there, and it's going to start where? In Jerusalem. In Jerusalem. Keep going. And you are witnesses of these things. He said, you're witnesses of these things. Behold. Behold. I send the promise of my father upon you. Now, this is what we were talking about. I send the promise of my father upon you. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem. I want you to chill or wait in the city of Jerusalem. Until you are endued with power from on high. Until you get power from on high. Look. Jesus mentioned repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name. He mentioned that preaching would be among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. He mentioned that his disciples would be endued with power from on high. All of this was to happen so that the church could be established. Amen. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to skip forward a little bit. We're going to go to Acts, the first chapter. Acts chapter number one. Verse number four. Dion, you quick today. I got your back. Let's get it. What does it say? And being assembled together with them. Now, being assembled together with them. Keep going. He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem. Now, isn't that a familiar passage that we just read? He, do, he told them to wait where? But in to, Jerusalem. Now, where are they now? They're, they're in Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. They're in the place that he talked about. Keep going. But to wait for the promise of the Father. We talked about the promise. He told them to wait. For the promise from the Father. Keep going. Which, he said, you have learned from me. You have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Go to chapter number two for time's sake. Chapter number two. So we know that his apostles are there. Jesus was there. He went up and, and went out of their sight. You can read that in chapter number one. Let's go to chapter number two. The Bible says in chapter number two, verse number one, it says what? When the day of Pentecost. Now the day of Pentecost. Keep going. They were all with one accord. They were all with one accord. Keep in going. In one place. In one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Keep reading. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Keep going. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and one set upon each of them. Keep going. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. They all were filled with the Holy Spirit. This is the promise that Jesus talked about. They all were filled with the Holy Spirit. Now who are they? It's the apostles. Now, some people think it was everybody, the whole 120 that was in the upper room. But this is what I want you to know. Everybody in that upper room was not promised this power. The only ones that was promised the power 
were his apostles. And the reason why they were promised it and the reason why Jesus wanted to give it to them was simply because he wanted to make sure that they performed the doctrine exactly like he wanted it to be preached. Think about it. Who would you be without the Holy Spirit today? Are y'all with me? Is this hard to understand so far? So he told them, I'm going to give you the hookup. And it's going to come straight from my father. Keep going. And began to speak with other tongues. They spake with other tongues. Keep going. As the Spirit gave them utterance. As the Spirit gave them utterance. Keep going. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews. Keep going. Devout men from every nation under heaven. Keep going. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused. They was confused. They're like... What's happening? Keep going. Because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Now, the reason why tongues were mentioned here was because you had devout Jews out of every nation. Not everyone spake the same language. Amen. Therefore, the Holy Spirit had to intervene. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had to intervene so that those who didn't understand one language could understand another language. But anyway, this was a miracle within itself. God wanted to make sure that nobody was left behind. Today, we have people who stand up who proclaim to speak in tongues. They just get up. They say these things, but what language is that? This was an intelligent event. Because although everybody didn't understand every language, they heard in their own language or their own native tongue. Amen. Amen. So if someone gets up here today, just like me, if I'm preaching and I say, Jesus has all authority, how is that going to help you? Then why do we do it in the assembly? It has no point, no purpose. If I could speak another language, a legitimate language, that nobody, just for you know, so you know, tongues is a language. It ain't like a, a, some, some heavenly language that nobody knows but God. I'm speaking in tongue right now. The English tongue. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? So the point is, if I got up here and spoke in a legitimate known language and you didn't know it, how can I edify you? The only thing I'm going to be doing is flossing to show you that I can speak fluently in some other language. But again, it ain't about us. It's all about who? It's all about Jesus. So now, this event happened. Now, let's keep going, Brother D. What I want you to do is drop down uh, to verse number 36. We're going to go over some of those things that Jesus said was going to happen. He said it in Luke 24. Now we're going to see that those things actually came uh, uh, to fruition. What, what, What does he say? Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus. This is Peter who's talking. Jesus told Peter in Matthew 16, uh, 18 through 19, he told them that he was going to give him the keys. The keys were how men and women should enter into the kingdom. And Peter's going to exercise the keys, which was no more than the gospel. Keep going. What does he say? That God has made this Jesus whom you crucified both Lord and Christ. He said God made this Jesus whom you crucified both Lord and Christ. Keep going. 
Now when they heard this, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart. They were pricked to the heart. Keep going. And said to Peter, What did they the say? What did they say? The what did they say? Men, men, and brethren, and brethren. What shall we do? Now look who they look to. Peter and who? What? What your Bible say? The rest of the apostles. The rest of the apostles. Who? Who? Y'all said so. 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 You know we ain't making up nothing up here. Peter and who? The rest of the apostles. Why didn't they say it to everybody else? It wasn't for them. This was a unique mission for the apostles Amen. Amen. that Jesus sent them on. It's so important to understand this. It wasn't for everybody. Amen. Do you think that there were not uh, some intelligent individuals there? Sure. You don't think no one there was capable of letting the Holy Spirit lead them to speak another language? Sure. Because God can do whatever he wants to do. But it was not a part of the plan. Are, are we there? Amen. Keep reading. Then Peter said to them. Peter said unto them. Repent. He said unto them. Close your eyes. Say the sinner's prayer. Say it loud. Repent. He said. What you need to do is believe. Only. And you're saved. Repent. He said what you need to do. Is say 10 Hail Marys. Repent. Pay the pastor. Repent. You can't get around this. Listen, do y'all see this? Jesus talked to Peter. He said, who do you say that I am? You're the Christ, the son of the living God. He said, flesh and blood did not reveal this unto you. But my father, which is in heaven. He said, upon this statement, upon this truth. Upon this rock, I'm going to build my church. I'm going to give you the keys. Now, Peter is exercising the keys. He said, do what? Repent. Repent. Keep going. And let every one of you. And let every one of you. Be baptized. Now, hold on. Now, I know y'all hear me mess up the English language a lot. I, I missed some school back in the day. I admit I mess it up. I put some crazy stuff in the language. But look here. Uh, Y'all know about conjunctions though, don't you? They're glue words, right? Mm -hmm. See, I went to school that day. When somebody say, sit and be quiet, what does that mean? You got to do both. You can't do one or the other. Are you with me so far? Now, this is the admission into the church. These are the keys that Peter exercised. He said to do what? Repent. And what? Let every one of you be baptized. Be baptized. In the name of Jesus didn't you, Christ. Didn't you hear Jesus in Luke 24, 45 through 49, saying that there will be repentance and remission will be preached in my name? Did you, mm -hmm. you, you remember reading that? Amen. Amen. This is what we're talking about now. You have to repent and be baptized. Who? In the name Wait, of Wait, who, who had to do it? Everybody. No, don't you stand up there and say, well, you know what, I, 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 I'm, just, I'm just praying to the Lord right here. He know my heart. Can't get in that way. You got to repent and be baptized. Everybody who wants to be saved. Brother Kinsey, are you telling me that I need to do this? What I'm telling you is this is what the Bible says. Again, if you disagree with it, I understand that. But you have to take it up with Jesus, not with me. I'm going to preach the truth today, y'all. As I do every Sunday. 
Again, I don't hide behind Facebook. I face the book. You understand what I'm saying? Keep reading. For the remission of sins. For the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift. And you shall receive the gift. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. How is it that people who have never been baptized before claim that they walked into an assembly and something happened to them. They fell out. They couldn't move. They started foaming at the mouth and they say that it was the Holy Spirit. How could you even have the Holy Spirit if you're not even a Christian? And another thing, Jeff, you probably didn't even think about this. No, I'm going to tell you what it is. Check it out. Check it out. Why is it that you just catch the Holy Spirit on Sundays? If you are a child of God, you're supposed to have the Holy Spirit 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But we wait until we get to church. Come on. That's not the spirit. That's called emotions. Because the Holy Spirit is intelligent. But the Holy Spirit, now I'm going to tell you what the Holy Spirit will do for you. He'll tell you, put that bottle down. He guides us. He don't make us clown. My mama told me a story a long time ago. She told me about how when she was down south, how a man used to start jumping benches. I mean, he jumping them. My father. He talked about that one day. But my mama told me one day this man, I guess he misjudged one of them. And he landed like that. I'll let you go ahead and complete the rest of the story. I guess the spirit left him after that. But my point is, come on, you all. Let's have a clear vision in 2020. You see what this is. I'm tying them together. Dion, let's go to 41. Then those who gladly received his Everybody word. ain't going to receive it. Some folk are going to say, I don't want to hear it. Some folk, some folk are going to say, you go to, you go to heaven for yourself, and I'm going to go to heaven for myself. Some folk are going to say, this is all I've been knowing all my life, and it was good enough for my mama. Is good enough for me. And, and again, I'm not saying what should be good enough, what ain't good enough. I'm saying what the Bible is saying. The Bible says that they that gladly received, keep going, were baptized. They were baptized. Why? Because Peter had the keys. They were baptized. Keep going. And that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. Keep going. And they continued steadfastly. They, now, look what they did. After they got baptized, they did what? They continued steadfastly. In the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Go to 47. Praising God. Praising God. And having favor. And having favor. With all the people. Keep going. And the Lord added to the church. He added to what? Added to the church. Now, now watch, watch this. Now, again, I'm not good at English. But he added to the church. Now, I was taught that a church could be any church. Am, am I right, English scholars? But if it says the church is specific, am I correct? So what do you, which church do you think the Lord added to? His church. The one that he built. The one that wears his name. Well, Brother Kenzie, what are you saying about all these other churches? I'm going to be silent like the Bible is. See, I don't need to preach what ain't in the Bible. Because I'll be up here all night. 
Somebody say, well, tell me, okay, tell me why we need to stop at stop signs then. Show me that scripture in the Bible. Can't show you that. But what I can show you is how you need to repent and be baptized Amen. and added to the Lord's church. Amen. In Acts chapter number 11, verse number 26, Acts 11 and 26, the Bible says what? And when he had found them, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. Keep going. So it was that for a whole year, they assembled with the church. They assembled with the church. Look what it says. Mm -hmm. The church. This wasn't even just a church. The church. Keep going. And taught a great many people. Keep going. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. Jesus wanted to give his apostles. He wanted them to be endued with power from on high, from the Father, the Holy Spirit. And one of the reasons was because the Holy Spirit was to direct them in their path. The Holy Spirit was to go before them. The Holy Spirit was to bring back those things to their memory so that they could remember. The Bible says that they were called Christians. Now, so that means when they was with the church, which is the church that's in the Bible, what are folk called in the church? Amen. Say it again. What are folk called in the church? Christians. Period. Right? Amen. So, if everyone is walking by the same rule, everyone who's in Christ's church should be called Christians. And again, this is not to throw any shade or anything like that. I just got some questions. Because again, I already told you I'm a, I'm a little slow on the English. So the comprehension may not be as good. Where where the Baptists come from? Not picking on the Baptists. I'm just asking, where did it come from? Now when these people got baptized, in the church, I didn't hear nobody was called a Baptist. Am I saying the Baptist church is wrong? No. I'm saying Jesus' church is right. I mean, come on. 2020 vision. What about the Lutherans? Where did they come from? Can all of these people be members of the church? Why? Because for one thing, we ain't even called the same. And people are letting you know, I'm different. Well, Brother Kenzie, I got baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What makes my baptism so different? That's a great question. I'm just saying maybe you should reconsider getting rebaptized because where you got baptized at, for the lack of better words right now, because I told you I'm not too good with words, you are in a knockoff congregation. Let me explain what I'm saying. Let me explain what I'm saying. I showed you the authenticity of the church in the Bible. Amen. Amen. Now, what's fair, if someone is Baptist, Lutheran, Methodist, they should have to show me the authenticity of their origin. Is that fair? It's not about putting people down. I ain't about that life. I'm about educating folk. If people get mad and all that, just... 
You're mad because you don't want to do what the Bible says. I'm not trying to tell nobody they need what they need to do. You got to do this. No, no, no. I'm, I am a teacher, period. And I'm going to keep teaching until God says to shut up. You understand what I'm saying? It's the Bible. What I'm saying is we're intelligent. You ain't read nothing about no other church. No other church in the Bible. And if so, find it even while we're here. And you can raise your hand and I'll stop and call on you. Or you can send up a note. And I'll read it off. Does it matter, Lavelle? Hey, only thing I can go by is what you read too. Will God damn us if we're not all in the church? Hey, I just got to follow the scripture. Will the cake taste different if you only put two eggs versus three? Maybe not. You know how some folk do it. I say, I add my little special. Yeah, it's special like. We don't need no special sprinkling. Whew. Acts chapter 8, verse number 12. Then we're going to go slide down to 35. Come on, D. Acts 8 and 12. The Bible says what? But when they believed Philip. When they believed Philip. As he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God. He was preaching the, king, the things concerning the kingdom of God. Keep going. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name Christ. of Jesus Christ. Got to throw that in. Keep going. Both men and women were baptized. See, baptism is all through the Bible. Amen. Go down to 35. The Bible says what? Verse number 35. Same chapter. Yes. Verse number 35. That's a new Bible in the Dion. <laughs> Dion hitting that like new money. Lick your fingers. Yeah, there you go. The 35, that's then the 3 Philip and 5. Yeah, go ahead. Philip opens his mouth. Free, <laughs> Philip opened his mouth. Keep going. And beginning at this scripture. He began at this scripture. Jesus to him. He preached who? Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And we, all we've been reading about is what? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Keep going. Now, as they went down the road, as they went down the road, they came to some water. They came to what? To some water. They came to some water. Keep going. And the eunuch said, what did he say? See, here is water. Apparently, they talked about baptism. Mm -hmm. He said, here is water. Now, think about it. They could have stopped and got a cup. Could have just took a little jar. But they stopped and saw a body of water. We're going to prove it. Keep going, Dion. What hinders me from being baptized? He said, what's slowing me up? What's stopping me from being baptized? Keep going. Then Philip said, if Philip you said, believe with all your heart. He said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. then you may, what? Do what? Get baptized. Get baptized. Just not, don't stop at belief. Keep going. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Keep going. So he commanded the chariot to stand still. And both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. They went down into the water, which means they didn't have a pouring. They didn't have a sprinkling. Amen. Do you understand this? Yes. Some people say, well, I've already been baptized. I was sprinkled when I was a, a baby. So how old were you? Um, about four months. That is not a baptism. And even if they had taken you all the way under, it's still not a valid baptism. Because what does a baby believe? Then you just hear Philip told the eunuch, he said, you may get baptized if you what? Believe with all your heart. What does a kid believe? Anything you tell him. So 
if you come down here to get baptized, no point in bringing, you know, your, 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 your two-year-old daughter. Because God got her. You need to come yourself. This is how it was done in the Bible. Following Christ's doctrine, he gave it to his apostles. It's impossible for one person to go down a sinner and come up a Baptist and another one go down as a sinner and he comes up as a, a Lutheran and another person go down as a sinner. He, come, he, goes, he comes up as a Methodist. It's impossible to do that. Acts 4 and 12. What does Acts 4 and 12 say, D? You, are you there? I will be in a second. You will be in a second. What does it say? It, nor is there salvation in any other. There is no salvation in any other. For there is no other name. There's no other name. Under heaven. Under heaven. Given among men. Given among men. By which we must be saved. Christ built one church. He died for it. It's the church of Christ. There's no other mention of churches in the Bible. What I'm saying is this. If you are baptized under a different doctrine, under, in a different religious institution, I'm not telling you that you're going to go to hell. But what I'm saying is if the Lord said, I got one question for you, just one. And you'll, be, and you'll be saved. Show me how to become a Baptist. What page are you going to show him? Because Baptist is not mentioned in the Bible. So it's not to put nobody down. I'm trying to, I'm trying to educate you. Again, I'm available after service today. I want to baptize somebody today. Because, look, we got to start opening our eyes. You know, uh, one thing I, 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 I notice is that sometimes church folk can be stubborn. We don't want to know the truth. We say, preach that preacher, preach that preacher until the truth get preached that you don't like. Shut up that preacher, shut up that preacher. <laughs> you got to like it all. You got to like it all. You can't say you're a member of the church and you call another name. But why you get the other name? What? Okay. Jeff, you got multiple children. That's not a negative. The man married. People are like, oh. Church folk. What's wrong with having multiple kids? Y'all just ready to jump on everything. Did you hear what he said about Jeff? Yeah, he got 15 kids. <laughs> I didn't say that. You got multiple children. Why did you name them different names? So you can identify who they mm -hmm. were. Mm -hmm. But guess what? The foundation name, their roots, mm -hmm. where they came from, they all are called what? Kinsey. If Jeff had a little boy in his house and his last name was Jones. I mean, he's my brother. I ain't going to say too much. But he is going to be on the suspect list. Because Kinsey's don't make Joneses. Somebody said, who wants to be like the Joneses? <laughs> Kinsey's don't make Joneses. Jesus makes Christians. I never seen him make a Baptist. If he did, 
Show me. I ain't going nowhere. And you ain't got to get on Facebook to say, this pass up, he talking. Let me tell you something. He talking about he, he just got glasses. He need to go back and look at that prescription. <laughs> I know what folks say. It's funny to me. I don't think you heard my feelings. I'm laughing at you. Thanks for the laugh. I have a great virtual audience who watches us faithfully, and I want to just reach out to them and say thank you as well. Send it to your friends. This is, this is as, as plain as it gets. Christ Church does not have women preachers, women deacons, women elders. Why not? I ain't read about them. If you find one in the Bible, holler at your boy. Well, a woman can preach just as good as a man. A man may say he can have a baby as just as good as a woman. But that ain't the way it is. Are y'all with me? It ain't in the Bible. Don't we supposed to talk about the Bible? Christ Church communes once a week, every week. Christ Church does not have instrumental music. But David said, who? David said, who? Da da David who? Jesus is king. Didn't he say, didn't his father say, hit him. So we shouldn't even talk about David. We can look at him and reference scriptures and, 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 and be excited about what David did. God said that David was a man after his own heart. But guess what? David's blood was not pure enough to die for the church. David was walking around on earth in a physical form before Jesus. So then why did Jesus have to come? Christ's church does not have praise dancers doing worship services. I ain't saying there's no wrong with people want to get up and, and, and do what they want to do. But what I'm saying is don't bring the club into the church. Amen. We got to have some level of respect. Now, now you know me. I, I, I like to preach. I, think I'm, I, don't think, I don't consider myself a traditional preacher. Although a lot of folk in the church of Christ want me to be traditional. But it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work because we live in a real life situation and I preach real life situations and some folk can't take it I get that but at the end of the day ask yourself one question is he right is what he's saying foundational we can argue about it all day long but I got script the bottom line is this the church that Christ built wears his name Amen. it's the church of Christ not by title but by ownership we can go on and on I'm done. So what you going to do? I mean, here's the thing. What are you waiting for? Because if I'm wrong, I can be corrected. Please correct me. We can go, and I guarantee you, next Sunday's lesson, if the Lord agrees, will be, I'm sorry, someone corrected me, and this is the doctrine I'm preaching today. All I'm saying is it's so difficult because why? Because man started all these churches. And to think about it, he already told us that he wasn't involved with the church that was in the Bible. That's why he said, look, um, Catholic, that's what I'm going to be, and that's where you're going to be. And when we walk, I want you to walk behind me with incense and do all this. <laughs> now, you know a lot of that is Old Testament stuff. If y'all think about it, I'm, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that these people are going to hell. I'm not saying that. That's not my call. Amen. You know, I came up under that fire, hell, and brimstone teaching. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, folks telling folk who going to go to hell, 
they may have a, a place reserved in hell themselves. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I ain't about that life. Only thing I can do is tell you what the Bible says. Amen. Amen. I'm not trying to get nobody upset. I'm trying to get you saved. Amen. This is my thing. I never, now, this is one thing I never figured out out of all the years of my preaching. How is it that they love Bishop who ain't showed them nan scripture about the Baptist church, but they mad at Lavelle because I just showed them about 40. You smarter than that. But you know what it is? We get stubborn sometimes. I don't want to change. I don't have a lot of theology for you. If this don't get it, you ain't ready. Again, anybody, if you're not a member of the Church of Christ, you should even want to come and question my teaching to make sure you're right. Because maybe I taught you wrong. It's not going to be an argument. It's clear. What do you do? You hear the word. You believe it. You repent of your sins. You confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And you be buried with him in a watery grave of baptism. Again, many people got baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of their sins. But it wasn't quite like it was in the Bible. In the Bible, they had all things common. They were all a part of one faith. Today, we have people who are a part of different faiths. So then when you get baptized, they tell you, you know, you know now you are a this or you are a that. None of those names are in the Bible. That's the only thing I'm saying. So it doesn't matter. In the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Hey, maybe God will say, hey, it doesn't matter. Maybe he will say that. I want, I want to baptize somebody today. If you're not a member of the Lord's church, I want to baptize you today. Why? Because this is necessary. I can't make it no plainer. Amen. This is it. I'm done. I'm spent. Who's singing? You sing it. What you got? One more, one We need to baptize somebody. Today. Listen, don't carry that stuff into 2020. Amen. Look at the word. Are you clear, Dion? Yes. You clear? Absolutely. You clear? You clear? Was it clear? I mean, was it clear? Yeah. This is this as good as I can get it. All I'm saying is, if it's not written, you may want to let that go. And I know it's hard to let go of things that we've been holding on to for a long time. I understand that. But something's got to be let go. Free yourself. Jesus said you'll know the truth. And the truth of what? It's going to set you free. Go ahead, Sean. Give me something. There's one Lord and one faith and one baptism. There's one Lord and one faith and one baptism. There's one Lord and one faith and one baptism. And I'll tell it wherever I go. Lord, and one faith, and 
Listen, listen. I know how the devil is. He's all in social media. He's going to come to you in text, email, Facebook, LinkedIn, Snapchat, Instagram. I mean, he's going to come at you all different ways. He's going to tell you, look, look, look. Suppose if you get ready to get in that water and the baptizer drop you, how's that going to look? <laughs> Folk going to laugh at you. And you know you too cool and too smooth to go through that. Or suppose you go down there in the water and the water washes up the baptismal gown and then they see everything. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be on Facebook. Don't, don't do it. How about this? You don't have to come and get baptized in front of everybody. Stay at the service. We'll do it after that. It'd just be a few of us. Small crowd. I tell everybody to get out. I've done that before. I've had folks say, I want to get baptized around everybody because, you know, I'm a little frightened. I said, okay, <laughs> good to see you. Praise the Lord. All right, Dan, look here. I'll check y'all next week. We'll get you out of here. Won't y'all leave if somebody want to get baptized today? So, I don't know no more excuses. We got the clothes, the water, everything is ready. Heaven's ready. I told you the truth. If I'm lying, you're going to have the right to tell me where I'm lying after church. I'll be here. I want somebody to get baptized today. Just think about it. We get baptized for the remission of our sins. So what does that mean? That means that if I don't ever get baptized, how are my sins going to be remissed? Well, what does that mean? Everything that I did that was wrong. I don't want to meet God, and I'm dirty. I want to be clean. And I ain't talking about with soap and water. I'm talking about when I see Jesus, and when Jesus sees me, I just want him to see his blood all over me. You don't want Jesus to see the person that you used to be. That's not a good, that's not a good person to meet. Is it, Sean? <laughs> Sean, just give me one more stanza, and I'm going to sit the crowd down. But I'm going to ask you again. Was anything I taught today very difficult to understand? So we shouldn't have any questions. And if we do, I'm going to be here right after church. Because it's what it is. People make folk go through hoops and all this. Well, we'll baptize you after 12 weeks of discipleship class. And I understand the principle. But the truth is, suppose you don't last 12 weeks. You die on the 11th week. Well, the Lord knew my heart. Well, when Peter exercised the keys, he said to do what? Repent and what? If you don't do that, then what that mean? That mean that that's a case that he didn't talk about. He telling you what to do. Folks say, Pastor, the Bible don't say don't play music. I hear that so much. What do you want me to say behind that? So if it don't say it, why you do it? They ain't hear that. 
The Bible tells us to sing. What we do? Sing. The Bible tells us to give. What we do? Give. The Bible tells us to pray. What we do? Pray. The Bible tells us to what? Teach. What we do? Teach. The Bible tells us to commune. What we do? Commune. So why we play music? It's not in there. I ain't saying it. What I'm saying is, here's the thing. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying why? If you question me why I sing, why I pray, my worship practices, why I give, why I commune, I can show you why. Then you say, well, y'all need some life up in this church. It's too dead. I want to hear some boom, 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 boom. I like that too. I like that boom, boom, boom stuff. I love music. I love music. But the question I have is, why you do it? Tell me why you do it so I can do it. But don't tell me because pastor said it's all right. Because we learned today. Who the man? Jesus. Who has all power? Jesus. Who does the father say listen to? Jesus. So who should we listen to? Jesus. Who should we be following? Jesus. What church should we be worshiping in? His church. It's Jesus' church. It's plain, man. It's very plain. Give me one more stanza and I'm going to sit us down. Well, there's one Lord and one faith and one baptism. Yeah, there's one Lord and one faith and one baptism. Yeah, there's one Lord.